Welcome to the Clobbercast, proudly presented to you from Clobbercalm, all the way from Sheffield, England. Ben, Glenn, take it away. Clobbercast. Dudes, how sings? Welcome to Clobbercast number three. Uh, I'm sat here with Glenn, as always. Hiya, Glenn. Hi, Ben. How are we doing, buddy? I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Good, good. And uh, last week, we're good. Yeah, Red Wing. Dom, really, really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, we've had some good feedback on that one as well, haven't we, Ben? Yeah. We'll not bore everybody too much with it, but it, uh, <clears throat> again, thanks for everybody that sends your emails and your messages in saying how much they enjoy it and what they enjoy about it. We do... We do take that into consideration in Mecca's notes. Definitely, definitely. Well, I was looking on the stats today uh, because we've got it hosted on SoundCloud at the moment exclusively as such. Exclusively, I don't mean as if, yeah, look at us, we're exclusive. What I'm saying is it's on one outlet at the moment. <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to make it sound good. Um, and we checked and across the two podcasts, we're up to uh, just over 500 listens. That's cool, that's good. Which is good, probably better than what we expected, and there's a 50-50 split at the moment on that, Ben. Um, so that's that's cool. Um, because we've both had a mad week, I've not really had time to catch up with you on this, but we're hoping that as of next week, all of the podcasts will be available via iTunes podcast. Podcast um, one. Podcast one, that's yeah. it, yeah. So uh, we're going to be getting everything on there, so... It's just going to be a lot easier for everybody to listen on their own platforms because if you've not got SoundClouds, it may be a bit of a ball ache to log on and go into your browser and if you're driving, we get all that sort of stuff. So because we now know that we have got a bit of an audience, which is cool, yeah, um, we're going to try and open it out to further platforms. Um, first of all being iTunes um, as such, and then hopefully we will move that out to potentially Spotify as well, but... We'll see, uh, and we'll listen to feedback on that as well, won't we, Ben? Yeah, 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 yeah. One step at a time. Definitely. We'll so, so what's <clears throat> what's going off today then, Ben? Well, today we were going to be speaking to Amy Leverton of Denim Dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> really looking forward to the cast. Unfortunately, Amy's being called away on extremely important denim duties. But that's good, though. That's good. Yeah, well, in a, in, in, yeah, good for Amy, which is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is good not, for Amy. Not for us, but obviously <laughs> priorities as such. I mean, we're yeah. just sat here having a couple of beers again <laughs> in an office enjoying what we do and obviously making money and travelling the world as such is more important, but we'll catch up with Amy again, I'm sure, won't we? Yeah, we will do. She's she's coming back in a few weeks. We're just nailing down another date with her. Uh, can't say too much about what she's doing you can ask her yourself when she comes on, I'm sure. Brilliant. Uh, so that's just prolonged. It's not cancelled, it's just delayed. That's fine, no, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure we can uh, fill an hour's worth of content just by talking random garbage as usual. I think we're going to have to, Glenn. Cool. Uh, so, so there you go. I mean, I don't want to spoil <coughs> your script or your thunder too much, but I've not heard of Denim Dudes before. Denim Dudes before, so the book that Amy Leverton released. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell me a bit about that as such, or is it? A, I don't know. If you're going to put it into a tweet, <clears throat> 140 characters, how would you describe it in two sentences, just as an overview? Because I know we're going to be touching on it a lot more in detail 
through oh. the podcast. So mm, good just question. to sum it up, you've got two sentences, three sentences. Yeah. What what is denim <clears throat> dudes? Denim dudes is a street style, street style and vintage workwear book uh, that basically focuses on men that enjoy wearing denim and different sorts of denim, different people from all over the world, all different religions, uh, <clears throat> all different professionals, all wearing denim, all brought together in one book. Uh, I don't know how the book came to came about. I don't know where the idea came from. I don't know. That's one thing that we'll speak yeah, to well, Amy about when, when we get her on. Definitely. Uh, but it is 100% the book that made the penny drop for me. So my first ever post on social media about clothing and denim was because I'd got hold of this book. In fact, I tell you who gave me it. Go so, on. Sophie Hughes. Oh, Who really? No, yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, yeah, so that was how I got my uh, that was how I got my denim bug. I already loved the fabric. It was when I actually got that book that I actually started to realise that there were actually a lot more to it than what I thought. And it's Glenn's never opened this book, by the way, to anybody that's listening. It's sat between us right now on the desk. He's just looking at the cover. Uh, I don't. I think you should have a have a look. Yeah, we'll do certainly. So. Um, Certainly, I'm going to have a look through that. Um, how do I say this in terms of like uh, denim dudes? Uh, I've never really been like influenced by a book as such because I'm well. First of all, not a big reader and not really got into any topics <coughs> as such. There's loads of pictures in this one, Glenn. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but w- what what was it ab- about the book? Like what what was it? Because yeah, we know that you love denim. Um, you know, you're a reader as such um but like you know what i'm there i am again as such let's jump back to that yeah straight away as such that yeah. was some feedback yeah so we've had some feedback from <laughs> ben's dad um and we've been told off haven't we we both have well it, you were just taking mick out on us but basically i err uh, too much and i as such too much <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back onto it so yeah what what was it specifically that grabbed you was it like you know, was it the story behind it? Was it the images? Was it the denim? Or was it a mixture of everything as a, as a chemistry? Uh, as for the story behind it, I don't really know. Again, that's something that I want to, you know, I can't wait to speak to Amy about. Uh, for me, it was the images, first of all. Mm-hmm. Because there's everything from like vintage worn in denim. And obviously I worked uh, at Glass Onion Vintage for six seven years so i you know i was used to seeing all sorts of r- rare pieces of vintage and grading clothing uh but then as i read the little snippets it's really easy to get through it's only like one paragraph on each person uh i started realizing that there were a big industry out there that i didn't understand and a lot of these people work within it and that's when i got the bug i see i see so literally i've been looking at the cover for the last eight minutes or so um and denim dudes, I get it now. It is actually individuals in denim from around the world. So when you open it up, it has actually got like profiles and things of yeah. people who are into. Yeah, I take it it's all raw denim, is it, Ben? Or no, is it no, 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 no? Oh, that, no? Okay. that was uh, that were a route that I ended up getting drawn into. Okay, so, so that's a subgenre. <clears throat> of yeah, denim. denim yeah, this such. is this has got a lot of raw denim in it, but it's also got a lot of vintage denim. It's got a lot of. 
raw denim, vintage denim. Uh, I don't really know. That's well, they're about the two sorts of denim. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> denim that's been worn a little bit. I don't, yeah, you yeah, know, like I, I understand. But there's a lot of really good stories about certain pieces that are in it, and it sort of like encapsulates. I think what draws people in. Well, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll ask Amy, of course, loads more about this book. But I'm flicking through and thinking, who is your favourite denim dude? Do you have one in this book? Uh, let me have a quick look. <laughs> is Greg remember. in this book? Is Greg uh, in this book? Greg's not in book. No. Greg should be in this uh, book. Yeah, Greg should be. But these are uh, Greg's a lot like me, so we're sort of. The people that talk about it via social media, where kind of the group is, a lot of people in this book are like, they've worked in industry for years and Amy obviously knows them. I see. Uh, so for example, Rudy, he's a friend of mine. Uh, he'd be one of my favourites just because he uh, he helped me uh, get the store set up and he's always there for me to gear cool. in. He's got a store called Son of a Stag in London. It's will we will we be speaking to some people yeah, within this book? Yeah, for definite. During the podcast. This, this is a Bible for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> we, could, we could just flick through it page at a time uh, and we'd be fine. So it's we could just pick people off. So, for example, this guy's a head of Levi's at Vintage Clothing. Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah, so What's it's just called? little bits like that. He's called Miles Johnson. Okay. Good name. And I take it they've all got... Instagram accounts as well, or most of them will have. Uh, Are you aware of this or not? Do you know what? They definitely will have, but I could not say what they all are. Do you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if a lot of people hide behind pseudonyms and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, this guy tunes denims. That's a famous denim shop in Amsterdam. Uh, this guy is Renny Strollenberg, co-founder and commercial director at Tunes Denims. That's a really cool shop. So that's a store owner, as Rudy was, I suppose. Uh, Jason Denham, uh, Denham are massive, are a massive, massive denim brand, really big in, well, Amsterdam mainly, that's where they're from, and then Japan, so he's almost, he's probably a designer and a director. This guy, not so much known for its raw denim as such these days, especially not in the UK, but Pierre Morissette, creative director of G-Star Raw, okay, back, yeah, back yeah. in the day, G-Star was... Raw, G Star Raw, that's what it were. Yeah. Uh, obviously, so on, it's become on, a lot more commercial since then. I was going to say that on that subject, would would you say that G Star Raw, because I only thought about this the other day, just because someone brought it up that G Star Raw denim, I didn't really, I just thought that was like a, a brand name rather than as a, a production yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you think, or do you think, that G Star as such was, were they a bit gutted with the people that got hold of it in the mainstream or do you think that what they were happy that they made the money um or because it was a very much if you look at the grand scheme of fashion would you say that it was a bit of a flash in the pan nobody's uh, running around for g-star <coughs> nowadays either let's be completely honest so would you say that they made the money and not got out because i'm sure they're still manufacturing but would you say that it kind of got too popular and they were almost a victim of their own success. In in a similar way, as such in the UK, specifically the north of England, that Burberry, for example, really, really nice high street fashion brand, then a lot of the brand was fell victim to counterfeit, then it got into the wrong hands and then the wrong sorts of people in the social demographics were wearing it, which devalues the brand. Would it be fair to say that 
unfair that to say with that, that happened with G-Star. Um, uh. Because if we, if just jumping back to last week's podcast, talking with Dom, super protective about the brand. Really, really pleased that it is in a small group of people, a small community as, um, as, a, as, as, a, as a business. Um, and that protects its integrity as such. Would on the on the subject of G Star, would you say that they fell foul of that opposite to Red Wing? It'd be really interesting to get somebody on from early days, if we can, to ask that question in more detail. For me, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> that's your uh, clobber cast tipple hitting the table, Glenn. Sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, we. Uh, I'd say yeah, Glenn, if I'm honest. Sorry, I, I would. Yeah. You know, like that's I'm, something I'm, that I assumed, but I don't know. I mean, maybe they made loads of money and think, well, well <coughs> that changes their perspective on it as we, such. We've got a guy that's writing features for blog, and basically, he's our age, Glenn. He's gone out to Amsterdam for a year, and he's doing a three-year denim design course in Amsterdam. He's squashed in a year. Okay. And he uh, he's learning designing, doing capsules for brands and what have you. Uh, he's called James. He's a lovely bloke, and he told me that he went into the G-Star archive as part of his course. He says it were absolutely amazing. So really? I, yeah, yeah. He says it were absolutely amazing product, you know, that they started with and what they were doing back in day when it were true to the raw denim. I'm not saying it's not true now. I'm just saying big pink T-shirts with fluffy G-Star written on them, like what you might get mm. in the UK isn't... It's not for me, basically, and you're right. It's just not for me anymore. So yeah, I'd say they did become. A, I said, but do you know what? Whoever invented it. Yeah, they made plenty of money. It's got a bob or two, hasn't it? So you've yeah. got to decide. So maybe, maybe, <coughs> maybe they don't care. I mean, oh, let me let me reverse this question on you. <laughs> as such, again, as such, what am I doing? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ben's dad. Um, Clobbercam. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward five, ten years. Mm -hmm. A big, big, big retail giant turns around and says, Ben, we're going to buy a clobber cam off you and we're going to de... They can't say that they're going to devalue the brand, but we're going to take it mainstream. So there's going to be a clobber cam in every mall or retail park in the UK. Here's a big lump of money for you, uh, Mr Woodhouse. You have no control over the future of that brand. Very good question. Uh, Would you be happy with that and <coughs> sail off into the sunset with your 10 million quid uh, with a bag full of Telesyn saying thank you very much? <laughs> or would you think, actually, no, I've created something and I want to keep true to the roots as such? Because Red Wing did do or do does that, that yeah. or do that. I'm sure Red Wing could be much, 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 much bigger than what they are, but they do protect the brand. What What's your take on you, if you were presented with that question, would you would you cash in and get out? Uh, well, I, I can't speak for my circumstances in ten years' time, which would obviously be as a, of today. a major factor. As of today, I'd just say no, and I'd like to think that it'd always stay like that. I'd like to think that I could build what I'm doing, uh, so I could have a successful business that does well, that supports what it believes in, looks after its staff and stays true to everything that I enjoy about denim today. Brilliant. That, that's 100% my answer. Fantastic. Good answer as well. Well, I've got, um, obviously, we've not got Amy on today. So what <coughs> we decided to do was 
have a bit more of an emphasis on Klobberkam and then secondly after that have a bit more of an emphasis on Ben because ultimately this is a clobber cast we can do what we want it's hosted because of Klobberkam so I think people would be quite interested to hear a bit more about Klobberkam uh, what's going on what's happening in the future and a bit more about Ben personally as well because as we heard in podcast one there's there's two sides to Ben. There's Clobbercam and then there's Ben. So I've formulated some questions to interview you, if that's all right, Ben, to, uh, to talk through that. I definitely weren't going to formulate me on. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. So, well, that's fine, mate. So yep, cool. No so we've, we've ticked off the old intro as such. As such. <laughs> as such. Oh, my God. I'm so conscious <laughs> of this now. Really, really. I'm going to, do you know, on the edit, I'm just going to bleep it out and it sounds like I'm swearing. So, yeah, where are we? It sounds like you're swearing, so it's like, so we've finished on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did get told off for doing too many F-bombs. I'm doing I too did. many as such. I as, but that weren't my dad, though. That were my mum. This is, <laughs> this is um, unbelievable, doing this podcast. Within the last three weeks, I've become so, become so self-aware of things that I say, how I talk, and, yeah, how, how words... I can... When I'm talking, I can, when I'm listening back, obviously a day or two after, I can actually, when words are coming out of my mouth, I can actually hear things in my brain and say, yeah, I know what I'm going to say next, which is mad. It's like so weird to hear yourself back. You're, you're quite articulate. You're a lot more articulate than me. It doesn't feel articulate though. I feel like there's a blender in my, in my head. And there's like all these words just spewing out at bottom, which as is such. my mouth. <laughs> as such. <laughs> cool. Right then. So, next subject, Ben. Where are we? I've just poured myself another clobber cast brew. We're on Tisky this week, Glenn. Tisky. You will have noticed. Yeah, well, we'll actually have a couple of beers while we're um, uh, on the old cast. Uh, Tisky. I think that's Polish, is it, Ben? Uh, yeah, it will be. Yeah. It definitely is. I'm almost sure it is. It's quite nice, actually. I can remember I like... in the summer of last year, Yeah, I didn't get my first real six-string. <laughs> um, I uh, were having a barbecue in my garden and my next-door neighbour having a barbecue in theirs, who were Polish family. Rivalries. And Best barbecue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, they wanted to swap some wine for some beer. And what I got was Tisky. Really? Which is a really, really, really nice beer, by yeah. the way, and really, really nice neighbours, um, because we ended up exchanging barbecue items, <laughs> barbecue food <laughs> items, and that uh, led me into the world of Polish barbecues, which are, I was a meat eater then. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely, probably, absolutely, probably, how do I say? Absolutely beautiful food and probably one of the best barbecues that I've ever had really yeah really really nice it's all different like sausages and flavored sausages and smoked sausages and uh, grilled onions in foil in like in like a black pudding sort of thing mm. which if you're a meat eater and it's sunny and you've got some really cold tiskies happy you're days yeah you're absolutely cool. away yeah so yeah shout out to my neighbors who I've not seen since uh, November because I've moved. <laughs> uh, yeah, not because of them. Um, yeah, just because I needed a bigger house because I had a little child. But anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, let's move on to what Isn't we it wanted funny to. Funny how a little child leads to a 
bigger house. Unbelievable. You know, you're like you double size of your house, but your child's like twelve inch long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody does it. It's just, yeah. Everybody does the same thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, Glenn, uh, your IG feed. We're going to get you up and running. I think. Yeah. That's, that? um, yeah. I'm really, really up for it. <clears throat> I mean, since I've had a look at yours, I, I, I think it's great. Um, and I'd love to get involved. And we were talking about that in the shop last week as to say, how do I get involved? Because, like, as you said, there's two sides to Glenn. There's, there's Glenn who posts photos on Instagram uh, when he's with his family. And then there's Glenn who's trying to do a podcast with Ben. And he's super excited about denim and wants to capture his first fades or wares as however you'd call that so you mentioned that there's an account uh which is go yeah, on it's uh, clubacam.threadsandfades2017 basically we ran it for a year last year with the shock atelier fade project which we spoke about last week so that's enough for that uh basically i'm just going to let you have that account cool. there's two and a half thousand people on there that are all caught and into it People, you'll be able to follow really good feed straight away. As far as I'm concerned, <clears throat> just by letting me be able to do this and facilitating this for me and getting this set up as quickly as you did, you were... Uh, Payment. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> you've sort of, you know, the, you, you've skipped six months. That's what we'll say. So I get an, uh, an, in, I get an Instagram account. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I can take that to the bank. Take it to the bank. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, and I'm, some tiskies. Yeah, and some, some tiskies. Well, I mean, I'm well up for that. So uh, I said, we're going to get it going tonight. Is that right? Or yeah. Or we're going to yeah. get it going No, we'll do it. I spoke to <clears throat> a big shout out, actually, to my mate Stephen, who's based out in the US, uh, IG profile. It's scoredbit underscore 33, which is S-C-W-A-U-D-B-Y underscore 33. Because he did actually run the account for the best part of last year. Okay, so cool. Yeah, he, and uh, that started up well. I know everything starts from zero, but yeah, that yeah. literally yeah, st- yeah, yeah. started just, from scratch. He just got involved in the project early on, and we haven't followed the project up this year, so that account's laid dormant. I've got the password, which is I'll write it down for you, Glenn. Yeah, don't don't post that one out on the podcast. Uh, cool. <laughs> Um, right. And then, as I said, what that's going to be is there's going to be. On the cool. Post-it. Oh. I'm not going to. I'm not going to shout that out on the um, on the podcast. Uh, but the content that we're going to share is um, some photos from the podcast as well as yeah. uh, some posts uh, just of me wearing my stuff, and hopefully it looks nice um, for everybody to see. Enjoying it. Um, <coughs> as I say, I'm kind of on my first layer I like to call it layers because I know you guys are into layers so my first kind of <laughs> my first le- level one I'm on Red Wings are you getting on with Naked and Famous love them now two weeks now isn't it is it two it's two weeks on Saturday you've been wearing yeah them. so it's yeah so by the time this goes out it'll be two weeks um I'll be honest Ben when I got them off when I got them off you I thought the rock hard these they just don't feel comfy I drove home and like, because I've got a bit of a podge, I was like, you know, they, they just feel not right. Two weeks in, completely different, Gene. Completely it different. It take two weeks or without it, because it's no, 12 no, and a half no. ounce, I think. It's got a bit yeah. of elasticity. Yeah, they're on the, 
<clears throat> you know, I've not worn them every day um, because of work and things like that as well. Yeah. Uh, I've probably had about five or six days wear. Oh, is that it? Yeah, oh, only, that's only, right then, yeah. only five or six days, and they've massively softened up, but they've kind of they've softened up for comfort, but they've kept the shape. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's big uh, that. Like, if you a lot of crap denim, for want of a better word, softens up. You have to wash it every well, two weeks just to tighten it back up. Well, we mentioned that, didn't we, yeah, on podcast yeah. one that I buy my, I used to buy my jeans for twenty quid, and as soon as you wash them and wear them, I thought, yeah, these fit me really, really nice because that's molding to my legs. Mm. Uh, whereas these, I've not washed them because you guys said not to wash them to start with. Um, if you can get six months, that'd be good. But you have got a three-month-old. <laughs> I've got a three-month-old baby, so, and so that's not always as easy as it sounds. To I be live honest. on a I live on a house in a state which is half-built, so there's literally cement everywhere. Look at this, like that that big stain on my pocket. I've been wearing these about six weeks. Right. That, okay. That is Calpol. Calpol. <laughs> yeah. Calpol stain on the jeans. Yeah. Someone asked me at work today. Um, and it might seem really, really obvious, but <laughs> to leave jeans for six months without mm-hmm. washing, they mm-hmm. were like, ugh, mm. really? Smell. Do, do they? Will they? I, I mean, is that subjective? People, people could, uh, if this were live, people could ring in. Maybe we should do a cast on this because I've looked into this lots and lots, Glenn. There's many different theories on how you stop. The, the smell's bacteria. Okay. So there's one theory that if you put them in the freezer overnight... It kills the bacteria. kills the bacteria, and then you'd air them out on a washing line for an hour. Uh, not done that myself, if I'm honest with you. Uh, can't not get, it, act- can't get in my freezer for corn, so that's, a <laughs> off, that's off the menu for me. Uh, so <laughs> you've just got a freezer full of raw denim instead of raw meat. <laughs> exactly. I prefer denim to meat anyway, so that's cool. Uh, so I don't actually know. I, I don't know. There's loads mm. of different ways. I, if I think mine are starting to get like that, I just soak them. Whether it's been six them. months or not, well, I might try putting them online first. You know, like if it's a nice just, windy just day, to, just yeah. To and and if it hadn't done anything, then I might soak them. I've never put mine in a freezer. No. I, I read somewhere that it were a load of crap. To be honest. Okay. Uh, so I tend to just, like I said, I mean, and I always get mine mucky anyway, and I'm always kneeling up and down in store and stuff like that. So. Mine do actually get mucky. It's not just yeah, they get quite. It's not just yeah. wear. Do you know? Like so, I think well, if you need a wash, you need a wash. Yeah. At the moment, mine are quite clean actually because I only jump in my car, come to an office, and then mm-hmm. go home. Um, when I get home, I take them straight off. I'm as soon I'm sort of like straight in my shorts as soon as I get home, so they don't really get too mucky. Um, but yeah, I'm really I'm. I'm almost a bit worried about that first soak as well. Not because like it's like, going to ruin them. I don't know. Because <laughs> like people, are make, people make a massive deal about soak. And I think it were on the Teleson web. Teleson, that's, that's a brand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I went on to um, kind of raw <coughs> denim care and type that in, punch that in Google. And there were a, I, went, I got onto a Teleson link as such. Such here I go again. Um, on my own. <laughs> um, and they were like a full on, it weren't in detail, but like a full on process that someone's actually documented at Teleton. 
this is how you take care of them and it feels like yeah can, can, I, can you do it wrong or not i mean not is really. it just it's it's genes let's be yeah, honest it's it's genes but it's like you want them to be good because it depends how much you how much effort you want to put into it so imagine getting a new car right so what do you do are you going to wash that new car yourself every week with a toothbrush to make sure it's perfect are you going to take it down to car wash and yeah, get it, get it done in ten minutes. I'm gonna get it done in ten minutes. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. And there's no up with that. It's uh, everybody's got their own. Everybody's got their own, you know, routines and methods and stuff like that for keeping the jeans clean. Me personally, I take the spin off me wash. I take the spin off me wash. Uh, if the if I feel like they're really dirty, so if I've actually done physical dusty work, so they actually need cleaning, I'll do them on a thirty. Uh, if I think they just need freshening up, take spin off and I'll put them on, you know, like a zero. I'll even put them in a cold wash, mm -hmm. you know, and that still does trick. It's, uh, people do soak in buckets and they soak in bath with detergent, loads of YouTube videos. We should do a cast on it, actually. Just one day, just speak to like four or five different people. We can ring them up and just see what they do about cleaning the jeans. But for me... It's uh, it's completely optional. I'd hate somebody to be put off wearing a pair of raw denims because they couldn't be asked with. It seems stupid. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it does. It's just that you know, it has been mentioned to me on a couple of occasions about. Well, I, I brought it up myself to Sean, uh, Clobbercam Sean, um, about the jacket that I got the RGT, uh, and he said, when I got it, it's crispy and it's quite you know quite tough. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, if you want it to be a lot softer a lot sooner, then wash it and then it'll start fading quicker. Yeah, well. Um, which, obviously, I, I completely get. But at the same time, I wanted to keep it quite quite fresh. The, uh, the uh, yeah, I won't worry about it too much. No. Keep it fresh I'm, until I'm you probably think you'll thinking... Know. Too much into it, and yeah. then like and fast forward point. six months, I'm going to listen to myself and think, Glenn, <laughs> what are you on about? I'd, well, one thing I always think is we do a lot of workwear in store, vintage workwear, which mm -hmm. you see in jackets and trousers and stuff like that. Which is all mint, by the way. I really, really like it. Yeah, it's it's amazing, but that's been washed hundreds of times, and that's what effect it's got. Well, there you go. Uh, do yeah, you get what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's it, it don't matter too much. It just cool. depends what you want from your denim. Some people love. Just having really worn, really unwatched, raw, amazing fades. Some people just like the fact that they're wearing good quality, sustainable products. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and they never think twice about chucking it in a washing machine on a 40. Yeah, yeah, uh, I see. I see, I get that. So, talking about, we, we seem like we've ventured segwaying. off. Segwaying as, as such. <laughs> segwaying as such. Here we go again. On my own. <laughs> Um, what part of a jean wears first, Ben? Or do, is that completely <coughs> dependent on the person and the denim dude? Yeah, I'd say that. It is. Uh, for me personally, it's usually, I find that if you wear uh, a, a decent size wallet in your back pocket, that's a bit that will always go. Uh, what, just as a little square as a... Silhouette. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Or if you've got like press studs, it tends to make a hole. Uh, yeah. The uh, I've always got my house and my car keys and then my shop keys on, you know, like little lanyards. 
attached mm-hmm. to me uh, what, belt hooks. Is that or, the little leather things yeah. that you've got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Key you old. sell them, it's don't you? Fobs, fobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Yeah, we've got. Uh, sorry, that's me checking them off. As you can hear the jingling, I'm actually going to take them off right now because I'm sat on them and they're not comfy. Sing it, well. So you can you've hear g- that. You've given me an excuse to do that, but I sit on them most days, and so I get a lot of po- wear on my back pockets. I get a lot on my knees. Especially since we've opened the store, because I'm always on my knees undoing people's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> undoing what? Uh, no, sorry. People, if people are buying Red Wings, uh, you tend oh, to be lacing yeah. up the boots and undoing them for them so they can get them on. Is that how you sell them? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you, as as we were saying, jumping back on cars, you you sell the denim. I want to call them lanyards, but the key things. What what would you call them, and who uh, makes them? That's my next purchase, by the way. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who makes them, Ben? Uh, everybody. Every any sort of like leather manufacturer but that you go to. The ones that I personally use and go with that I use right now is I have a one by Evan at Tannery Self. I've worked with. Is that Evan. in the UK or? No, he's in Atlanta. Uh, Evan is he's a buddy of mine now. We have been talking to him for a good couple of years. We've done multiple wallets and card holders together. Our best seller actually is a card holder that we did with Evan as like a collaboration. Cool. Uh, so I use that for my shop keys and for my house keys, I use Jess Murray's, who is Aegis Handcraft. And she's based in Los Angeles somewhere. And she's badass. She's really good. We 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 stock backpacks and tote bags from her. Uh, what's good about her is she's she's a proper denim chick, and she just makes really good hard wearing product. Uh, just by her own, there's just her. Cool. Just her in the studio, and she tells story really well on social media. It's honest. And maybe we can get her on one day as well. Oh, for definite. Yeah, she'd be well up for it. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah, top bird. Um, so we've covered off the Insta for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, we've not decided on a name yet. It's, either, it's got to be clobbercam.glen or clobbercast.glen. Hmm. Well, why do, you like your little voting things, don't you? Oh, yeah, I'll put it out. On uh, yeah, your that's Insta. Good, that's good. So why yeah, don't yeah. you, you decide that, whoever's listening, whoever cares. If nobody cares, then just... Unfollow. I'll just be here in my little jeans on my own in Barnsley. Um, but yeah, clobbercast.glen. Could be a good few hundred people who know what we're talking about, I think. so. Yeah, well, we've had 500 listeners, and I know we've had a lot of repeat <coughs> listeners too. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get that sorted. Yeah. And then we are going to now move on to talking about... You can talk to me if you want, because talk. you've got some questions which... Yeah, well, Ben doesn't know the questions that I'm going to ask him. At this point, we'd usually dial up on Skype or WhatsApp or whatever means to contact any people around the world would be um, and ask some questions. We had a bit of feedback uh, from people in podcast one and two, um, and they were saying, the podcast is great, but we don't hear much about Clobbercam, and that's because, well... We don't want to just talk about ourselves all the time or talk, or Ben doesn't want to talk about him and make this a sales pitch because it never will be. It's just a really nice lifestyle thing that we do, that we love. So it's never going to be a sales pitch. 
Um, and that's what we've told people when they said, we want to know more about Plobbercam. But that's not that, that was never the intention as, how do we get to more people to sell more boots or denim, was it, Ben? It were never that. It's no, no, not at all. It's never, anything that I've ever done is never that. It's never I mean, sales. I, like, I like selling from a shop. You need to be able to do that to sustain yeah, to a eat. shop. But, <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, even all the blogs, everything, everything, 100% has just been about, it's more about me learning. Yeah. It's more, it's more selfish than what else, to be honest. Yeah, so we've, we've got the opportunity to talk more about Clobbercam. Um, now with Ben obviously directly because obviously we've not got a caller in because Amy's let us down thanks oh, Amy she's so busy being so busy being famous <laughs> and talking about <laughs> denim uh, so busy living in Los Angeles doing all these important denim things that's cool I wish I were there to be honest rather than in Barnsley on a Thursday night <laughs> drinking tisky drinking tisky in a very cold <laughs> office um, so what I'm going to do is um, we're going to uh Crack straight on with Ben's questions. Um, I've got nine questions about Ben slash Clobbercam. Um, and I'm sure that'll take us on some journeys as well. So uh, let's crack straight on with that. First question, Ben. Really, really simple. How is Clobbercam performing? Are you happy where where Clobbercam is at the moment from a, I suppose, from a brand point of view? I don't want to go into sales and profit and all that sort of stuff, but... Where where the brand is today? Are you are you happy? Uh, <clears throat> honestly, I'm I'm happy with what we've done so far, but I'm not happy as in I'd put my feet up, pipe and slippers time. If I'm completely honest, yeah, we I still think there's a lot more I can do to help spread the word about ethical clothing, well-made clothing. Uh, buy less better quality things change the persona of we said i think we said this a couple of weeks ago i've i've got a i've got a few hundred quid to spend on clothes it's not a case of how much can i buy with that it's a case of what shall i buy with that okay i mean i'm just to back that up a lot of people are put off by how much clothing costs with what we do you know, like good quality red I'd wings. I'd say that's your first negative. Yeah, it's, uh, it is. It definitely is. But that's... You've just mentioned red wings and cost, and it's just brought me onto something. Sorry to interject. <coughs> I went to the bank today to get some money out for a plasterer that's at my house today. And there were a gentle... I'm going to say gentleman uh, behind me in the queue with his yeah. mum. Yeah. He was with his mum, and he, he were about 35 years old. But that's absolutely fine. You know, I go around with my mum and... I'm 29, so that that's not a, a factor. But I'm just trying to paint, paint the, the gentlemanness. Um, Are you digging an hole here, Glenn? I, I feel like I am digging, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Comment, give me a shovel. Give me a shovel. I'll get it. There you go. The the comment that I got was hilarious, and I've not told you this. I was going to phone you this morning about it, but I knew you were busy. Yeah. Um, and this guy looked at me because I had my uh, RGT jacket on and my naked and famous jeans on and my red wings no, didn't look at me because of the outfit but just painting the picture and uh, I were at the uh, cashier um, and he literally like came really close to me and looked at my boots and he shouted to his mum he went mum they're the boots that we're going to go and get from Sports Direct um, only mine are a bit better <laughs> and that's exactly what he said 
That's all. That's just down to education. <laughs> you were thirty-five, at least thirty-five, <laughs> no and he like looked, and he like properly like <clears throat> gave me a look, and he went, "Mum, they're the boots that we're going to sports direct to get, uh, but they're a bit better." I was like, "Is in yours are a bit better?" No, no. He was saying that the ones that he were going to go and get were a bit were, better. Were better, definitely. He were, I think he was trying to justify to his mum why she was going to buy them for him. Right. He were proper rough and scraggy and... 35. <laughs> his mum were buying him his boots. Definitely injected heroin, but who the hell can... <laughs> who, who, who am I to... Who am I to uh, presume? Judge. Yeah. But uh, I, just, I just found it so hilarious, that, that, that story. No, I, I don't know how we get on with educating... Uh, people like that. No, no. But, but that's that's Barnsley in general. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of places like that. But yeah. I just found it quite hilarious in terms of that, <laughs> what happened to me today in the bank. But yeah, sorry, as you were. No, it's all right. It's, what did you ask? Oh, yeah. No, no, it's, uh, I'm really happy we are. It's going. A lot of work to do, though. A lot of work to do. I were in, I, I had to travel down to the Big Smoke on... Monday. Monday, yes, I were on Monday, Glenn, because you were there as well. As I it was on not other with me, business, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I were in on other business. But the uh, yeah, and I spoke to three new brands that we're going to be getting in store. Uh, can you say what they are at this stage, or would you like to keep yeah, that a no, secret? No, no, I can or? do. I can do. I'll be completely honest. The I went down to see uh, an agency called the Good People, and they are another. Are they uh, good yeah, people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, very good, good people. And they are bringing in a brand from New York called Knickerbocker MFG. I've heard of that one. It's AJ, who is a founder who's based out in New York, is a very cool dude. And I don't mean that in a cheesy way. He's, uh, he's He knows what's going off. He makes amazing clothing. It's all ethical. It's cool. It's fashionable. Uh, I met him at Selvage Run and... One of my favourite people that I met there. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely, lovely bloke. And as soon as I spoke to him, I thought, yeah, I, I need to represent this brand in the UK. And again, I'm, from an outsider looking in, are you wanting to represent the brand because it is ethical? His clothes are really, really good? Or because he's a nice guy? Or is it a mix of good all question. three? Good question. Uh, because sometimes, knowing your personality... You buy into people as much as you'd buy into yeah, definitely. the style. And I definitely of it did. As well. I definitely did buy into AJ. He's coming on to the podcast cool. sometime in future. Brilliant. Uh, he would. He uh, would. He was just an honest bloke. I don't. I'd, I'd seen him on social media. I'd seen him on internet. I'd seen pictures. I loved everything that they were doing anyway. Yeah. And I thought it were really cool and uh, really on point. And I, I, I started like started taking an interest. And when I got talking to the good people, which is an agency in London that's going to be representing him, I, well, I was sold anyway. I'd, sold. I'd, I'd been sold by his internet presence, yeah. And then when I met him in Berlin, and he was a nice guy, not just a nice guy. He was like, he was just, he was like, I just felt like he was like me, you know, like mm-hmm. he, he was like a proper. Like, you go out for a beer with him, yeah, like he was. Absolutely sound. I was talking to him about his product and where his ideas come from, uh, and I was just like, "Yeah, these, this, this is it. I'm doing this in UK for definite." And that was that. So I was sorting that collection out for autumn, winter, eighteen. That was fun. Is that an exclusive to Clobbercam, or is it uh, available? I don't think it'll not be an exclusive. 
I think I don't think there'll be hundred. Well, there won't be hundreds of stockists. I think there'll only be a handful of us. But yeah, I'm proud to represent him. And then I spoke to a couple of other brands, which are a little bit more well known within the denim industry. Brands that I've not got in up to date, but now I'm open and I speak to my customers every day. I now know what people want from us a little bit more. So I held, well, I held. So I had a meeting with. Edwin, who are one of the bigger Japanese raw denim brands, okay. and also a, uh, I'm sure the Swedish brand called Nudie Jeans. Is that who Sean worked for previously? Yeah, Sean worked for Nudie Jeans previously. Yeah, he yeah. did. Who works now at the Supply Corner? He's moved back up to the north of England. Uh, I had meetings with them about their product and how they worked and what they like to do and how they support new businesses, and it was really really interesting so i'm you know i'm in talks with them and i'm going to be fetching them in and that's i'm really happy about that that's one brand that i had heard of prior yeah. to the raw denim scene um they're, is, not, is they're not as <clears throat> they're not quite the same as the raw denim brands so nudie jeans are a little bit more commercial there's absolutely no doubt about that that's why i've heard of them then yeah yeah for definite uh not all uh, although all the jeans are raw in, well Although most of the jeans are raw, I'm only taking raw product. Okay, uh, well, naturally. Obviously, I'm not taking, you know, uh, if anything that comes into my store at the minute is raw. I'm not taking any washers on any denim. So nothing that's been gone through chemicals or been washed or anything like that. Everything I have is in its pure indigo state. Uh, but they work incredibly ethically, Glenn. Cool. Ethical, ethical. They're, they're also, I will get them on Titch Show as well, we, I think. Well, this is going to be, well, if we carry on, if well, we're doing one a week at the moment, which is which is good going for a podcast, actually, rather than like one a month. Yeah. Um. So we've got a lot of people to talk to, a lot of stories to uncover. So again, you know, rather than going into nudie too deep, yeah. I'd really yeah, like to I save just that keep one. Going and going about all we, that, can, we can definitely get them on mm-hmm. um, as well. So that's great. Um, question number two for you, Ben, is mm-hmm. <coughs> fast forward one year. Yeah. Where do you see Clobbercam? Uh, well, definitely the website is a big part of what I'm working on now. So we've got the store set up, the store's working. Uh, we've got Sean in the store, who, to be fair, has been a godsend to Clobbercam and everything that we're trying to achieve and is is 100% part of the family definitely yeah 100% so he's a good guy yeah do you do you see do you, do you have like a i know we touched on it earlier about selling out as, as and things like that mm-hmm. um but do you see that the team will grow the premises will grow would you have any ambition to have stores in other towns or cities or would you want to just keep it quite small and have an internet hub <clears throat> as well what the internet's really important for me because i like speaking to people from all over the world yeah I, I get to do that every day at the moment uh, and that's what that's part of the attraction for me as well the ability to be able to be in more than one place at once so yeah i definitely would like to grow it I don't want to grow it to a point where I can't control it, though. That's where the difference is. I was speaking to one of the guys who we are working on 
with some denim lines and stuff like that uh, who was here in the UK he had he gave me a brilliant piece of advice he had a he had 100 shops in Europe I'll not say who he is but he had 100 shops in Europe doing his own thing it weren't denim at the time and he said to me anything after 12 he stopped enjoying it he said anything after 12 he stopped enjoying it because I think what happens is after that you start to lose control so I mean I mean lose you're, talk, you're talking down line here but the point is it's like I kind of I always kind of thought to myself yeah I can understand why that would work because I, I can relate to that in a different walk of life because a lot of people with my with my business uh, Walnut Creative not a plug um, which who he is in now and a lot of agencies get to a size of 10 to 12 members of staff yep like you are like we're getting to we're, we're at 10 members of staff now and you start to lose that ownership of the day-to-day running the personality of the brand because it's impossible to keep so many clients happy beyond this point and a lot of people saying that now we're at that stage now where you almost stick at what you've got yeah and, or yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and nurture that <coughs> yeah. or you actually say do you know what we want to go for broke and yes we're going to lose a personality but we may increase the turnover um i'm not interested in increasing the turnover and Are the profit not? no i'm not now because our you ben's been in our office for a number of days this week yeah, yeah. working Thanks alongside us no problem uh working on a lot more interesting stuff on marketing but um we, again we can cover that on another podcast in terms of what we want to at what how we're going to get in, in how we're going to be getting in touch with people yeah uh, in different mediums and marketing uh communication tools and things like that so we'll not get into a geeky marketing podcast now um but it, do you think it's down to people though Glenn? even we are business like it could be with mine one day do you think it's down to you'll not lose that personality if person a can do you know if it's delegated properly person a can do exactly what you need them to do potentially so but i've won lots of work um on that point i've won lots of work because we are known as a boutique agency right okay so people like the warm feeling of dealing with dealing with a small team because they know us yeah we can talk about personal things they know everyone in the team yeah and that resonates with me as well because i link this back to food because we deal with food all the time mm-hmm. and you know as 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 much of a fantastic business a company like frankie and benny's is if i said to my wife let's go to frankie and benny's and get a burger or let's go to kellam island and go to peddler and go to a street food market and grab a burger mm-hmm it feels that there's a lot more care, personality, attention, thought yeah, yeah. that goes into the offering. And yeah, with yeah. us, we're not just thinking, we don't think of people as numbers. We don't think as people of clients. We think as people as individuals, personalities that we care for, that we know we can own that. Mm. And that's what I think the story of... I and, think and, I'd, and, I'd never want to lose that with I think the word, we just nailed it, boutique. We <coughs> yeah, stay yeah. boutique, we stay true to what we are. 
And it works. It, it works. And I think that's transferable across many, 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 many industries. Um, if somebody turned around to me... I'm going to reverse a question on you now. Go on then. So the G-Star question that you reversed on me. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Frankie and Benny's comes to Walnut Creative and says, right, Glenn, we need brand new website. We need all the menus, rebranding in all those. Uh, they must have got hundreds of hundreds of stores in the world or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, restaurants. We need all the drinks relabeling. We need ev- all the pictures, all the advertisements redoing. This contract to you is basically we need it doing over two years, Glenn, and it's we've got a two million pound budget to make it work. Mm-hmm. That this is going to involve you, expert quadrupling sides of your team easily, right? And then you're doing what you just said to me about G Star, but you personally are going to do really well out on it. And I know it's not all about you, yeah. But you've earned it. If they come to you, you'll have earned that. So it's not like your your penny pin. It's not that because you've earned it. Mm-hmm. So what do you see in that situation? It would crush us as a business. It would absolutely would it? crush us because we get we've we've employed ten people, nine people over twenty four months, and it's been a battle to do that at the right times for the right people. Right. Okay. Um, so to get the right people in to do the job to represent the brand properly is extremely tough. Yeah. Uh, like you, very good friends with Callum, Clobbercam uh, Callum, very good friends with Clobbercam Sean. You could take those people anywhere, in any circumstance, in a social situation. All of our team at Walnut, every one of them fits into that mould and yeah. becomes part of the family understands what we're trying to achieve under understands our morals understands what our clients need the level of care needed to provide a fantastic service that's something that we hold extremely dearly and that adds value as well that's something that would be lost if you just started employing 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 because then you take take the personality and the boutique element out of it then you're just another number mm-hmm. um and business is fickle. So I like to keep hold of something where it's not just providing a website, a logo, whatever that might be as a service. For you, a pair of jeans, a pair of boots in retail, it's a lot more than that. Who walks into Sports Direct to get the 30 quid pair of boots and gets offered a cup of tea and spends an hour with Ben? Yeah, yeah. Nobody. The level of service is completely different and likewise with ours and that's the boutique feel. It's transferable across many, 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 many industries. But yeah, cool. Um, enough about me. Uh, this one's about Ben. I know he's trying <laughs> to deflect it about me because that's how he does it. Uh, but uh, we're on to point three. Yeah. Um, really, really quick one. Mm-hmm. Um, don't really need to dwell on this one too much. Mm-hmm. One word answer. Best selling brand in store to date. Is... Is it the okay. obvious one? It actually, it's split between bottoms and tops. Am I allowed to have two answers? Uh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you can have one one jacket, one jean, one boot. Well, right. Okay. So the boots are going to be Red Wing. Yay. Uh, <laughs> the jean is has been Tellison. Although, as we are expanding our rail car offering, they are now starting to. 
sell. Cool. You Great. Know, like, so as we've got more fits and more styles and more colours from them, they're starting to sell. And what about the top? Uh, RGT, Rogue Territory, because everybody loves a supply jacket, but... The one that I've got on, or is there multiple styles? There's multiple colours. Colours, but so it's same, same style. style. Multiple colours. Uh, the RGT, and I actually think we have sold out a railcar choco before as well, and we are getting a restock on that. So back to railcar. So yeah, for us, it's American. Brilliant. All three brands I've just mentioned are full-on American. Cool. I'm sure that'll evolve over time. Yeah. Um, this is really putting you on the spot. Oh, um, <coughs> Wait a minute. Let me just get another uh, clobbercast tipple. Clobbercast tipple. Here we go. There he goes again. Thanks. Um, your favourite raw denim brand now. So this is now. So Shit. as of, you know, Thursday night on the podcast, what's your favourite brand now? Just it doesn't have to say like, yeah, this is me loyal to this brand, but. We all go through stages, and like I do with bands, one week, this is my favourite band, this week's my next favourite band. What's your favourite denim now, for now? Silence. Uh, if I could only take one raw denim brand forward in the Clubbercam business on a complete personal level yes so yeah yeah, sales, yeah not business whatever just what you're feeling now i would take rogue territory and what i don't want much yeah one reason why they fit me the best so okay so that's a personal decision rather than yeah i can make most money it fits me the best. best although i am i'm not kidding Tellison are literally um Cat's whisker behind because that also fits me. Brilliant. They're what I want next. They're mm. the ones that Sean had on when I was in the store last week, and I thought, "Yep, they're my next ones." Yeah, I've already yeah, got yeah, it planned. Yeah. Labrook Grove. And on that, on that note, do yeah. people kind of do people like plan the next purchase? Because like, that's what I've definitely done. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm kind of happy where I am now, where I'm sat today. Mm -hmm. I'm sat again in the same outfit as last week, which gives you <laughs> an idea that I really like what I'm wearing. Uh, but do people say like, right, nice one. I'm not in need of anything as such, but I know that my next pair, my next jacket, my next boot is bang. That People do that, do they? Uh, yes, definitely. Cool. We, uh, we actually reserve, uh, sometimes for a small deposit, 10 20 quid sometimes not at all if we know the customer we can reserve stuff for up to three to four weeks for customers okay yeah because they they know they want it mm -hmm. they might have just bought one thing so buying two things is a little bit excessive so they might need a payday to tick over or whatever so we'll reserve uh customers for we'll reserve product for customers for up to a month i would say and and 99 of the time they come in and buy that product Brilliant. So they know what they're going to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, the, yeah. they are planning it. Well, right. they're definitely my next jeans, the ones that Sean had on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I can I can see that mentality and why that works. Um, uh, next question. I'm jumping around a couple in my mind, but the next one would be, one brand that you would love to stock that you currently don't? Good one. Uh can I just have a second on this one? Not really, because it's a podcast, <laughs> and if it goes silent, it just sounds terrible. Right, okay. 
quick fire. Uh, is there a brand? I mean, is it too, yeah, o- is it saw, too obvious for me to think? No, no, no. I saw a brand in Berlin who had amazing fabrics called uh, Pure Blue Japan. Okay. Yeah, Pure Blue Japan, PBJ. Uh, I will speak no. to them. Uh, I just as I were in as I were looking at all the different denim brands and seeing what everybody offered, the fabric that Pure Blue Japan offered, I thought would be brilliant for our store, and would, would it, offer would it, something different. All oh, right, so it would complement, not compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. Yeah, it's different. Uh, okay. Premium fabrics, higher price point. A lot of Japanese denim is, but. I do actually think that that were really worth it. Some of, some of their collection were amazing. Cool, cool. So I've asked you about what the favourite brand is when it comes to raw denim. Okay. What is your personal favourite fit for jeans? What that a brand's fit or just no, just a generalised fit. fit. Oh yeah, a generalised fit. So for me, I've got the naked and famous, which super is skinny. super skinny. Yeah. What What would you? What I'd would go for a slim be? taper. A slim taper. Yeah, because with brands that we stock, they tend they're made for blokes properly, so they tend to be a bit room for ass and thighs. Which, as we get a bit older, you know, mm-hmm. blokes expand in them areas. Yes. But they also taper them in down at bottom, so you can put a nice roll on it. Sits on a boot or a trainer. I see. Perfectly and. 99% of what we sell in store is actually slim taper. I do wear my looser jeans. I do wear my looser jeans, but that's more out of pure comfort and having to work in them all day. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but I do, you know, if I could only take one jean forward again, it would be some form of slim tapered jean. Cool. And would you say that that's um, universal in terms of your customer base? <coughs> yeah. I mean, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in the UK, yeah. Oh, yeah, more or less, like, yeah, uh, yeah, 99%. We rarely sell a, a loose, straight, or a baggy jean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T- it always tends to be a, something that looks, something that fits well, drops down. I actually think what you've got on looks like a slim taper. Yeah. I know it's classed as super skinny, but it's, 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 it's not really. When you compare it to the high street retail super skinny, I wouldn't yeah, even it, to get them over my, I wouldn't even, get them over my knees. No, it doesn't even come close. What no. you've got on technically is kind of a... Slim taper, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we've mentioned a few brands um, which are entering Clobbercam, yeah. which is cool and exciting, and everybody should check them out on Instagram and the website as well. Um, but boots, heavy yeah. denim, cool, jackets, yeah. um, for the summer in the UK, well, not that we get much of a summer, uh, but I was thinking... Is there going to be a market for Red Wings in the summer? Is there going to be a market for every denim in the summer? How will you change the offering? Will the offering change for the summer? If so, what what will be in store that's different? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't... I'm not going to change the denim that we offer. So we offer over 30, 30 different fits. Uh, majority of them are slim taper, but each brand has its own version of that. So therefore, that no rent, no 30. raw denim shorts. Then no, uh, is that a thing? I don't know. I'm just making it up. Yeah, it probably is. Actually, to be honest with you, it probably is. But a lot of the brands that we do, we'll, we'll more work with 
heavy cottons for shorts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I see. I think, so I'll keep the denim as it is. I've got a really good batch of vintage worker trousers, which for me, are, for me personally, are my summer go-to. So mm -hmm. if it's too warm for the denim, I'll get a nice pair of vintage work trousers. They might be 34 year old. They've been washed to death. Yeah. Soft as a brush. But you put a couple of rolls on one of them and they hang around your ass so they're nice and baggy. And I like it like, you know, I like them like that. And regards footwear, we are working with some really good, along, you know, we're, we're dealing with, we, we're, <laughs> we're talking to some really good footwear suppliers at the minute i'm not going for the obvious we're not getting converse or 70s chucks i don't like that and it's it, it's a bit more obscure but i ain't quite nailed that down yet so i can't oh, fair enough go into that that's fair enough <clears throat> can i uh, ask you as well because this is a brand that's very close to my heart that i've been wearing for years okay um that i personally think would fit into your offering but who am i to say what would fit into your offering okay um doc martin yeah would I stock Doc Martens? Would you stock it? Has it got a place? What's the chances? Because I, I, I love it. I just love Doc Martens because they've got so many different variants and they're a bit of a classic. Uh, I know that Sean loves his Docs as well. Yeah. Sean wears his Docs. Five years he had his Docs before he got some Red Wings when he started working for us. There you go he then. So death, it yeah. seems to be that... It seems to be that... Well, now, we've already mentioned that I wore Vans and I wear Vans. I wear Vans, I wear Docs. I wear Red Wing. Is there any chance of a dock arriving in Clubacarm anytime soon? I personally don't have a problem with the Doc Martens. They do a... I can feel a butt coming. <laughs> <laughs> does it not fit into the... I think tip it does. No, I think, I I think know. Doc Martens goes with raw denim. Yeah, 100%, to be honest with you. It wouldn't be my choice, but I do think it does. You're not a Doc Martens fan then? I've never... I've owned one pair... And I got them vintage when I worked at the vintage wholesalers. Okay. And I gave them away when I realised that I was a Red Wing man. All right. Wow. One, the com it didn't even the comfort factor didn't even would you compare uh, for me? But would you think that Red Wing saw uh, Docs as a competitor? Definitely not. Definitely not. No. No. I don't think Red Wing really worry about competitors, but. It's a really good question because Doc, I were, I were literally, I were in a shopping centre today and I was looking at Doc Martens and I was thinking, these would work. I love them. Denim, these would work in shop. I, I know 100% they would and they're coming at 120 quid. Uh, I'd have to look where they were now made and how all that were done before I really committed to anything. But I would never say never on Doc Martens, same as I would never say never on Clark's Originals. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Desert Boot. Desert Trek. They make for pretty Wallaby. green now, though, as well, don't they? Oh, Clarks, Clarks, do they? Yeah, they might do, but it, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. But I've I've had Clarks loads in the past. Classics, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the desert are, boots and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, they are good. And my final question, which is an ad hoc question, because it's been mentioned at least three or four times today, yeah. which I've not given a thought to at all until you've mentioned it three or four times today is you've mentioned sustainability um, yeah. and the environment. Yeah. Um, I don't quite get where that fits into jeans or, sorry, 
that fits into denim and like docks i'd have to see where they were made how they were made is that that i'm guessing that relates back to sustainability as well yeah um how is how big a factor is it and what does that mean because i know greg touched on it in podcast one that they use less water to make certain garments and things like that how how important is that to you first of all and then secondly how important do you think it is to joe blogs who's coming in to buy a pair of jeans right okay that's a two-part question then so for me personally i don't know enough about the environmental side of ethical buying i don't know enough about what particular procedures create what damage to the earth if you like that's something that we're going to get on show so we can learn that basically uh for me it's just about people so what gets me is i don't want to think that something's made by a 12 year old girl working in a sweatshop well yeah but yeah it's a very touchy subject so we have to be careful about what we actually say about what and which countries and stuff like that but yeah. we do know that it's out there oh yeah uh, it exists massively and there's um, some massive massive brands yeah 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 profiting from that yeah, of course yeah. which I'm not, I'm, we'll not I'm go a, into but yeah I'm a uh, I like people I just want everybody to be alright <laughs> so, yeah that's it you know like so I don't really want to support someone which you know a few steps back before it makes it to me somebody's not alright that's had something to do with that that's my thing the, the that. whole earth and that you know that I don't really know enough about that that's something that we'll have to learn about I'm sure I just instantly think about people I, there'll probably be someone who are, someone out there who can probably fill an hour of our time talking about the environment Easy. and this Easy. sort of well, industry I, but you, you know we'll, we'll, we'll again we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that but yeah. what we need to get to now is I feel that We've, we've we've done clobber calm now i think i think that's been mm. quite quite insightful i uh, thought you were going to be a lot harder on me Glenn, if I'm no honest. no no well it's a light-hearted one isn't it today so uh we'll move on from that and then this is these are the ben questions so question one mm-hmm. and i'd love to <coughs> ask this question um every time i meet someone new Obviously, I know I've met you loads of times. I've known you for 10, 11 years. We've established that already. But I always ask this question to strangers because, again, I just I just like to get to know people. But question one, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll stop rabbiting on. Um, ben, you're on death row, um, which is a shame. I don't know what you've done. I doubt that would <laughs> ever happen. But you're on death row, and you've got final meal, one starter, one yeah. main. yeah. One dessert, one drink. What you what are we going for? Good one. I love this one. question. I absolutely love this question. And if anybody knows me who's listening to this, they're just rolling their eyes into their head and thinking, "Oh my god, here he goes again." <laughs> I just ask it all the time. So, okay. so let, let's let's do this incrementally. Starter. Starter's quite easy. I'd have mozzarella carosa. Is that when it's in breadcrumbs? You know, like where it's like fried. So you'd have a mozzarella dipper. 
with that tomato sauce stuff that's <laughs> obvious as beep <laughs> as such <laughs> yeah, oh I dear I, think well, I definitely have that I'm allergic to everything in the world so these simple delicacies so you wouldn't have chicken satay then I definitely wouldn't have peanuts. Chicken. Mind you, it might fucking. Oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> mum. It might, uh, it might end. <laughs> now, anaphylactic shocks are worse way to go than whatever. What death row am I on? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really think of that. I was just thinking. It's, it's Th- just these, these facts. These are important facts. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if I'm going to consider having chicken satay, I need to know where I'm going to go 20 minutes oh, later. Sorry, yeah. if oh, I'm so honest. I, sorry, what's your method of execution? Yeah. No, I would say what death row you're on. I don't, like, I don't know, somewhere <laughs> in America. That, I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, wow, you, you've, you've spun it around. Um, so I'm, I'm going to make it peaceful. So we'll go um, lethal injection. Right. So, so, then, so I'm just so going to drop off one. to sleep. Yeah, so, right, so I'm going to avoid satay. So you definitely okay, going to avoid so peanuts. For mozzarella and, <laughs> and carosa yeah. to start with. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so for your main, um, you are going for? It's a really good one, this, Glenn. Uh, I'm torn between two things. Meat-based. Boo. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Not a boob. But, uh, I'm torn between... A steak and some sort of like ham platter. So I'm going to go for a steak. I just have a really good steak. I'd actually have it with steamed broccoli, some green beans. Okay. What? A- any sauce on there? So steak just and steak and veg and what? A peppercorn or yeah, a gravy? Yeah, peppercorn. Yeah, no, that's peppercorn. a good one, isn't it? Yeah. With chips or we're going for chips? <coughs> Take them or leave them. I'd have them outside in one of them little fancy metal. Tins, containers, yeah. Like what yeah. your pencils are in here. Yeah, yeah, well I bought them off my client who does tableware <laughs> <laughs> that Ben's knocking at, yeah, but you know the fancy little plant pot things where chips come in with a bit of greaseproof paper. <laughs> we keep as rulers in there and as pencils, yeah. Um, but How yeah. often do you use a ruler? You all use Apple Macs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when do you ever put a ruler towards an Apple Mac? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, uh, we, we, we digress. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll go for that. That'd be my, my main, mate. Thank you. Uh, and then just I could just have a fry when I wanted one. But I yeah, yeah. To just co- I want to commit to a load of fries. A triple cook chip is the way to go in it. It's, it's a good. Tri- a, a really thick one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. I completely get <coughs> that. The best I ever had were in Copenhagen a few years back. I love Copenhagen. Great good. city. There were like a food market outside that bar called Warpigs. Warpigs, uh, great song. Yeah, yeah. This. Oh, we're going on so many little tangents here. <laughs> Warpigs. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm seeing him at Download Festival this summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully he makes it till then. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a bit... Yeah, it's debatable. He is, and he's a bit Bless fragile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Copenhagen's a lovely city. Yeah. Have you been to Freetown in I Copenhagen? Put, yes, I did. I bought a ring from there, Christiana, actually. When they, when they all wear all, They all wear masks, so you can only see their eyes so they can deal drugs, and you're not allowed mm. to take any photos. You get your phone. A little, a, a little girl, a woman, like a young lass, a teenager, got a phone out of pocket. And they went mental. Hell, yeah. They went mental. Yeah. Do you know what the reasoning behind the little Christiana town is? And I, I actually I, get it. As I heard a bunch of hippies took over an old army base or something, and it's just never changed. And now yeah. it's not got any laws. So when you walk through them gates, yeah, I, don't, well, I don't know that for definite. Yeah. Well, I heard um, the rumor that. Um, they deal drugs in there, but it's only 
softer drugs as such. So you're not going to be like getting crack or fucking heroin and or any of that shit. Pretty quickly, me. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they literally smoke weed, don't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, in yeah. There. So, um, but I heard that the police kind of turn a blind eye as much as they can because they they know that the city's drug culture is held within this contained environment. But anyway, that that's enough about Copenhagen. Um, as lovely a city as it is. Happiest uh, in the world. Really? Apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. Mm. yeah. Well, I was quite happy when I was there for three yeah. days, so yeah. I can I can relate to that. Yeah, cool. I've got some good mates here, actually. Have you? Yeah. Nice one. Um, dessert, then. Yeah. Um, what are we having? Cheese board. I'm with you on that one. I love a cheese board. Um, but something about a cheese board. Yeah. You know, we're saying that, you know, you, I, from a cheese board, I'm saying that I'm guessing that you're not a sweet sort of guy. No, because I'm allergic to everything. Everything. established. So, yep. therefore. You, you can't eat most of it. Yep. Um, and if I do, I just get anxiety about the fact that I might have eaten something I shouldn't. I hate grapes with a cheese board, man. Why? It's because it, it brings in that sweet element, doesn't it? I like a, I like a, I like a, a little cracker, man. And yeah, some Stilton yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, smoked yeah. cheese and uh, a bit of cheddar. Um, I hate Branston as well. No, I hate Branston. No. My wife, my wife, she's like, we'll have a cheese board. First thing on the plate, grapes and Branston. No. <laughs> what we have with cheese board. Bring out the board, bring out the cheese, bring out the crackers. Bring out the extras no, after Branston, if you want. Though. No, bring out the Branston. Let's I've, not. I've got like a secret snack that I have on a night. I'll make this really quick. It's the best snack ever. Not so secret now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You get a, a, a good quality crisp that you like. A crisp. Everybody likes a good crisp. You are a proper crisp fan. Yeah, crisp connoisseur. I, at minute, I'll tend to go for kettle chips or sometimes sensations mm-hmm. by Walkers. You get a crisp, you put some cheese on it, you put some Branston on it, you put another crisp on top, and then you eat it. Sounds is, like a lot of effort. That is, it's worth the effort. Honestly, wow. I'm not kidding. I even sometimes put like half a pickled onion in there. Half a pickled onion? Yeah. This is going off on a tangent. I smell which... terrible. But... What, now or after that? <laughs> after that. <laughs> it's worth it. Fair enough, fair enough. So cheese board it is. Yeah, definitely. I'd have definitely agree with you on the dessert. Um... I would. I don't know where I'd go with this because my food has changed massively since I've been a veggie. So, what would you choose then? On the veggie side, starter cheese board. <laughs> starter <laughs> cheese board, main cheese board, <laughs> dessert cheese board. But I can remember when I was eating meat, my starter would have been smoked salmon, a, a creme fraiche, and caviar, which sounds oh my word, yeah, properly out there. I'm so allergic to that as well. I'm going to bring it back down to earth. My main would have definitely been a double Five Guys bacon cheeseburger and then a cheese board. Five Guys cook everything in peanut oil. So Which that's you else can't that have can't that. Yeah. It's a good job we don't go out with you. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but I don't know now, to be honest. I love a vegetarian pizza. I really love a vegetarian pizza. Vegetarian pizzas are the best pizzas. I absolutely love it. With yeah. loads of jalapenos, fresh chilli onions, mayonnaise and things like that I for my main. I'd probably go with that. Uh, for a starter, um, I quite like 
I quite like soups. Um, so like a, a broccoli and Stilton soup would be quite nice. What bread would you dip? Um, the oh, when I when I used to work over in Holland, yeah, um, their bread fascinated me, and it was a dark rye bread. So it's almost the bread's almost black. It's that it's that it's that dark. Right. Okay. Um, and that's a dark rye bread. I just love it, and yeah. that that's what I would it's definitely healthy as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or a camembert, a camembert for dipping, like a cheese fondue. As a starter. As a starter. I'd be cheesed out. I'd be having some nightmares. Do you ever try and do camembert at home? Camembert at home? Yes. Does it really annoy you when it goes wrong and it's all lumpy? Yeah, you just need a... That's that's a patience thing. Yeah. It's another another 10 minutes. Is that what it is? Another 10 from... Don't be scared of burning it, but anyway. It's it's funny that you say that. Hmm. I anyway. thought it might be cooked too much. No, definitely not. It's the other way. Uh, ben, favourite film? Brilliant question. And I'm going to answer that with... Don't don't say it depends what mood you're in because I hate that cop-out. Yeah. You've got one film to watch while you're having your three-course meal. Yeah. What oh, you, you didn't do your drink? Oh, a drink. Oh, drink. just a beer. Just a beer. Easy. Yeah, right. Favourite film while you're having uh, that? Yeah. I'm going to go with... I would say my favourite film is Rocky number two. I felt really tempted to say Shawshank Redemption or Terminator Cracking two then, film. But I'm going to go for Rocky Terminator two. Terminator two is a great film, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Terminator two is the turning point. So which, which, which we, we talked about films that, didn't we? into 90s films. We talked like, about yeah, that into, last time. Into modern age. Um, and on the basis of favourites, I think I know this one because I know you. Yeah. Favourite band. Um, so while you're while you're having your free cost meal, having your beer, you've got the film on, and then you've also got um, one album to listen to or one band. What what we're gonna go for? I think I know this. Yeah. Is it Nirvana? It would be Nirvana, be- yeah, because that's the band that I've always that I've yeah, carried all the way through life. You haven't, yeah. There's certain music now that I might choose to listen to in that situation, but I couldn't ever class it as my favourite because I've not, no, I've not no. loved them for twenty years. But fair enough, fair enough. That'd be a tough one for me because I've changed like the seasons. Mm. That's um, good though. That's, um, that's why bands yeah. are there. Um, we've already mentioned Copenhagen. Yeah. What is your favourite place on earth? City. Uh, Barcelona. Why? I've been a few times. It's always been warm. There's always been loads of things to go and see. The buildings are amazing. I think buildings are the main thing. And I'm not even into that sort of thing. The but, you architecture. Know, the, the, you know, the... I've never been myself. like Gaudi or something? You know, like the, the guy that built all the Ben buildings. It's amazing. I've never been. I do love... A lot closer to home. I loved it when I were in Amsterdam. But I really do love Edinburgh as well. Edinburgh's a nice place. I have been Edinburgh, been Amsterdam. I think Edinburgh's I, amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I've not been to Barcelona. It's definitely on my list. Um, all European. And I have been to America. I just chose all European. I loved it when I were in Texas. Vegas for me. Yeah, Vegas is good. I love Vegas. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is like Legoland but for adults. But think of Vegas. It's like it's all fake. There's no, like, there's no history as such. As such, as such, yeah. Yes. There's no, <laughs> there's no like you know. It's all purpose built, but I don't mind that. It's like Milton Keynes. 
<laughs> Vegas is nothing like Milton Keynes at all. Um, for a start, Milton Keynes is just roundabouts and factories. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Vegas because when I went there, it was like, do you know the? F- imagine like, well, rewind many, 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 many years when you were a kid and you opened that present at Christmas. That present, or you went to Flamingo Land in the north of England. If you went to Disneyland. If you went to Legoland, that excitement that run through your body as a kid that nothing else could achieve, it's like, whoa. When I got off that plane in Vegas, I was like, oh my God, I'm in Legoland for adults. <laughs> this is mad. And I loved it. I went one year to watch the UFC. I saw Brock Lesnar fight, which Did is you? amazing. Yeah, Did yeah. Did he win? Uh, yeah, massive. But then he got <laughs> done for steroids after about three weeks, which is like, oh yeah. Did he that get done for steroids? Yeah, really? he did. Yeah, I didn't that, know that. That was a surprise. <laughs> this bloke who's as big as a so building, yeah, who's who's as tall as the MGM Grand. And well, how do steroids help you in UFC? Because steroids are all about. I mean, I could be wrong. But well, it's it about is, pumping yourself with stuff that don't really. Uh, help. Well, it just makes you look. It good. all comes under the category of performance enhancing. Right, okay. uh, wrong podcast that'd be Joe Rogan yeah. <laughs> feel free to switch over now if you are wanting to know probably more about that oh Brock Lesnar's been on Steve Austin's podcast as well has it? I'll he google that because yeah, I love yeah, Steve yeah. Austin's podcast uh, I'm not sure they'll be talking about his steroid abuse but still um, yeah, yeah I, it just comes under performance enhancing uh, right, okay. same as the drugs that help you lose weight it's not performance performance enhancing as um, as you'd think that by losing loads of weight quick it helps you fight or makes you tougher or your technique better but it helps you get to the weight to then fight in that category right okay. so there's there's loads of technicalities on that which yeah. we, that again we could we could crack on yeah forever okay. on that one um so my next question is mm-hmm. again we've already done this one boot one jean one jacket, oh, okay. but you've got to wear this for the rest of your life. That's a bit like my island question, isn't it, that I ask people. Yeah, so okay. you've got one jacket, one jean, one boot. Okay. Uh, can we can we assume that the boots are red wing, just to get that one off? I'll have a red wing boot. You want a style? Absolutely. I think that I would go for an 875 or an 8138. Is that what you've got on now? I've got 8138s on at the minute, yeah, which are just a darker version of the 875s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, these to death. Cool. Uh, the jean I would wear would be the jean I've also got on now because it's a nice, loose-fitting... Uh, what's climate like in this question? I don't know. You, well, you, you, you don't know. You've to, got to go through to live. An, an all-rounder. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good question. Well, in that case, I, well, I can only say what I've got. So, yeah, I'd go for me. Shock Hotelier fatigue pants, nice and, big uh, pockets, and a jacket. Still same jacket. As much as I love my RGT supplier jacket, if I were genuinely in one thing forever, I'd choose my Telesyn coverall. Nice one. That's a, that's a good answer. To be a solid answer. I think so. It's well thought about. It is. <laughs> it is. Beyond um, this podcast. Interesting one. I think. Well, I think it's interesting because I wrote it. Um, <laughs> Life without Clobbercam mm-hmm. slash Instagram. What would I be doing? Yeah, yeah. What's 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 Ben without <coughs> Clobbercam? Where, uh, where would you see yourself without that? I'd just still be working for one of my very very close mates, John Hicklin at Glass Onion Vintage. 
who you know he's doing brilliant things when it comes to recycling clothing uh, of a vintage nature grading supplying I'd just I'd still be working for him absolutely no doubt about it if you know that's that were that's another extension of my personality which I'm, I've left behind because I'm doing my own thing but you know there's it's definitely where I'd be now if it weren't for Clover Cow. Cool cool and probably a more sentimental question yeah. um, what's the proudest moment of your life? When I first bought me eight one no, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> careful, careful. Uh, it's really hard to say what the first proudest moment and the most proudest moment of my life is, but it's probably it's definitely something to do with one of my children. That's all I can say. I can't really put my finger on it, but it's definitely something to do with one of my children. Being born, I was one of them that with all of them. Do you know what? Actually no. No, I can't say it's it's so much to do with one of my children, but I don't know. Don't know exactly what that. Yeah, might be. because when when children are born, I'm one of them guys that just gets his head blown and don't really know what he's thinking about for about three weeks. Well, that and happened with me. Yes, <laughs> it definitely happened with me because I was obviously there when my little boy was born, um, and yeah, like, oh, what what do I do? I'm <laughs> exactly. Completely powerless. It doesn't change. Um, yeah. And we're, I'm only three months in. And I'm still powerless. Yes, yeah, st- definitely <laughs> still, still powerless. Still rules the roost. Yeah, um, but there's been there's been something happened within that time. Where I've started to get it a bit more, and I know that'll roll out and yeah. roll, 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 and roll. But <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, I I can relate to that, and I couldn't relate to that without a child. When people said, "Oh, best things that'll ever happen happen to your kids," and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get that answer, and that's a that's a, an obvious answer. Um, so Ben, mm-hmm. um, that's my questions for you, mate. Is that okay. is, is that all, all? Is that all okay? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Happy. Thanks for them. I thought you were going to be a lot crueler. No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. I'm not that sort of guy. Um, but you know, we're, we're drawing towards the end of the podcast yeah. now because again, we seem to be rabbiting on. So Glenn's tens is not really. I don't think it's needed. Okay. Um, because we wanted to make this one about you, um, but I think a nice way Thanks to end on the <laughs> uh, a nice way to end on this podcast would be to turn to maybe any questions that you've had. I'll on let your... you check the phone. I did put it out earlier. Saying oh, you, that oh, if did anybody's you? got any questions, and I'm thinking, oh shit, if nobody sends, you, we're going to look stupid. But that's what right. we do anyway. So fair enough. Well, I ain't got my phone on me, so you have yeah, to go and yeah. check it. No pressure then. So while I'm checking Not at the live, minute, anyway. oh, there I am. Jesus, check me out. I look like a right idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, ears wonky, glasses wonky. Yeah, oh my God. Um, so, um, someone's mentioned, can't wait to hear episode three. I'm hooked. It's not really a question. <laughs> Ben's laughing at the, f- the photo that he's took of me. This will be deleted within seconds. <laughs> Um, but that's a terrible, terrible, terrible photo you've put on. You'll never. <laughs> He's crying now. He's crying. Pay the attention to it. Yeah. Um, ben, I've yeah. yet to buy any raw denim, uh, but for dipping my toes in. We've got questions you... then. We have, yeah. I'm, I'm halfway through one. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, I've yet to buy any raw denim, 
but for dipping my toe in, what would you recommend in terms of denim type fit etc? Probably what Glenn's got on. Perfect. Uh, Twelve and a half ounce. Nice slim tapered fit, even though it's called super skinny. It stretches. Uh, so if you're into it for the first time, it's got five percent elastine in it. It's a really good denim. If you want to go into it full on, uh, and you just want a really a proper raw pair of denims, I'd probably advise Telesum. That seems to be what most people go for. Or <coughs> Old custom clothing, which is all made in the UK, where uh, we build that was John from down in uh, Sussex, who I'm going to see next week, so we'll more from him later. Uh, yeah, just one of them two, it's, it's really straightforward. Awesome, well, that's from Sydney 341. Okay, um, we've, we've got quite a few actually, which is cool. Um, but, um, one which I think is a quite a good one from daddy underscore Neil. Yeah. What's the best brand of raw denim for the larger built chap? That's a really good question as well. Uh, well, that comes down to getting larger sizes, obviously. I'm going to go off what Mike, which is at Big Dude in Denim on Instagram, uh, because he, he actually writes a feature for us on guys finding big fits. He mentioned the railcar spikes. Uh, series fit him really well in the larger sizes I have also done 38s and 40s again in old custom clothing which is made down in uh, Sussex in the UK and but if you want a little bit of stretch then again you're back to naked and famous I, I don't really see there's no real problem with them if you get them in a size 38 40 uh, they've got that little bit of give so they're comfortable yeah I think they'd be fine cool Great. Well, it seems that a lot of people have asked the questions as well that I've asked you about, like, really one. What's your favorite <coughs> piece of raw denim, okay. and you know the uh, things such as that. Um, but there is one guy who's mentioned um, the Polish beer with a thumbs up. <laughs> Tisky. Which it's your neighbour? Which is <laughs> uh, made of raw. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. And someone else has made an observation rather than a question, okay. which is, I've only listened to British podcasts before about running and cycling. You sound like them, but don't look like them. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, because we do no running. <laughs> yeah. And definitely not much cycling. Yeah, definitely no cycling at all. Um, we've mentioned again, uh, Rugged Workwear's mentioned any new brands on the way for Clobbercarm, which we've again, we've, we, yeah, 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 we've, yeah, we've covered that off. Uh, the Brute Supply Co. has mentioned Guan lads, <laughs> hashtag enjoy. <laughs> um, yeah. Cheers, Bob. Uh, and then there's another one from um, another Insta account, which is Al, Al, Al Eaton, Al, Al Eaton, Al who's an illustrator. And he says, you talked about Red Wings last week. <coughs> Just want to ask, are you making us, uh, are you making, you, sorry, are you making us, are you making use of shoe trees when you're not wearing your boots? So the people, it's basically saying, you talked about Red Wings last week. Just want to ask, are you making use of shoe trees when you're not wearing your boots to keep the shape? Obviously, you know what a shoe tree is, yeah? 
No. You don't. As in... Well, it's interesting that we've talked about we've talked about a brand that you're going to be supplying, yeah. and they actually supply supply shoe trees with their shoes. Or what, what my dad had, he had shoe trees in them. So it's basically Ben a, a wooden piece of wood. a wooden foot that yeah, goes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. knew them as shoe trees, but yeah, yeah shoe no, trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, it's all right. Is that what they're called? Shoe trees. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's so like yeah. it's usually got a piece of it's usually got like a like a metal thing in it spring yeah yeah, yeah and then in yeah yeah, yeah my dad had them no I don't. I don't I don't I don't I probably should but I don't does anybody else do we know Ben uh, to my knowledge I'm not going to lie I don't know I don't I'm just proving to Ben on Google that shoe trees are called shoe trees yeah that's really cool isn't it yeah I can't believe you did it's know like that. a it's like a Universal last, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah, well, well, thanks for the questions, mm-hmm. um, guys. Um, I'm going to say keep them coming, but we we're just about finished now. So yeah, um, that's enough for us. Have we cut another seven minutes off this week. Uh, no, no, we're b- we're back up. Um, guest on. Yeah, exactly. I know, but guess what? Two minutes, Ben. Cue the outro. Okay, no problems. Thanks for everybody that's tuned in and listened again this week to Podcast 3. Sorry we couldn't get Amy on uh, as we intended to, but she is coming back in a few weeks, so that's just postponed, it's not it's not cancelled. Uh, it's been great, again, over the last few weeks, getting to chat to everybody, getting all the feedback. We're getting a little bit better, we think. We're starting to learn how it all works. We're getting a little bit more relaxed with it, I hope. Uh, still really keen to hear who you guys want to hear on. At the minute, it's just kind of me looking through my, uh, you know, my contacts. contacts, yeah, my emails and seeing who I think would be interested on, but I'm really interested to hear who you want on. So please don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. You know my Instagram. Uh, you know Glenn will be on there soon and there's also Ben at clovercan.com so just let us know and other than that well we'll see you next week we have I think it's Kelly from Dawson Denim next week cool yeah. again UK um, made Denim I know you're still all learning I'm still learning but yeah uh, thank, yeah. thanks for listening so, guys and yeah I look forward to next week and talking to talking to someone yeah um, you'll it, learn I'm you'll, learning you'll be learning mate and uh yeah, thanks very much, Glenn, for doing this again this evening. No problem. And you guys have a lovely weekend, and we'll speak to you very soon. Take care.